What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja Vu Podcast. This is the number one TV watching podcast. We're talking shows. We're talking about shows from the 2000s. We're going to... We talked about Lost. We talked about Scrubs for an episode. We're going to talk about Avatar The Last Airbender eventually because that's coming onto Netflix in December. That is a favorite show of uh, our podcast brethren, Austin Guttery, and I enjoy the show as well. Travis has not seen Avatar The Last Airbender. He's going to watch a few episodes. I haven't. I bet you he's going to like it because it's a universally good show. Let's see. I conferred with... Uh... Uh, one of my other friends, his his girlfriend is fan of the show. Okay, and uh, she also yelled at me because I called it anime. <laughs> yeah, I it's... also told her, like I told you, that I'll watch it and then I'll let you know. <laughs> I it's not anime. I could tell you now, it's <laughs> not anime. It's more in line with fantasy fiction, like you're like Western fantasy fiction. It does have Eastern themes and eastern characters and it is based on eastern uh, mythology but it's not it's more in line with like a hero story like a more traditional western story i think with european i think that you guys think that i know more about anime than i do because this whole thing (laughs) is based visually i'm gonna look at it and i'll be like that looks like anime to me okay i'm gonna call it anime it's not anime, but uh, okay. You can you can say whatever you want. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm not I'm not trying to be country. I'm not trying to be like oh, you can't say that. I'm just saying like it's it's not. I'm just trying to push buttons and know you, that's what I'm here to do. Look, there are people who will kill you for saying that. Fine. I, I would like to see any of those people try. <laughs> I have a I have a feeling that the folks that are real butt hurt about anime They might have swords, probably. man. You gotta be careful. Fair enough. Fair enough. Might have swords. I did not take that into account. Look, yeah, I used you did. I used to sell knives. I've got kitchen knives that are sharp as hell. You just have Come like a switchblade, a butterfly knife somewhere. I got a. I've got a, a Cutco knife that is modeled after the knife used in Scream. So come at me. Boom. Were you screen. big Cutco? Did you work at Cutco? I did. I was part of the pyramid scheme. I'm oh in. no. I'm sorry. Did quite well in the beginning, and then I ran out of family members to swindle. So it <laughs> ended quite quickly. Yes, yes, it, it usually does. There's I had one I had a... person that had a dalliance with vector marketing. Oh man! Uh, so I did a video <laughs> you might like. Um, one of my older videos about uh, it was a video game conspiracy video, and it was sort of m- kind of done in like the style of a lot of those like shitty uh, shitty conspiracy videos you see online and mm-hmm. uh the whole gist of it was that the video game industry was in cahoots with vector marketing and cutco <laughs> <laughs> so i'll send that to you after the show please do i like that that's awesome okay well we're not talking about anime and cutco we're talking about the sopranos and we watched two episodes this week one of which Great is mother jumping episodes, Trey. One of which is considered one of the best episodes of the series by some people, by a lot of people, hmm. by in everybody's world. Definitely on everybody's list. Yeah, it's on people's lists. The first episode we're going to talk about is the uh, probably the Sopranos Christmas episode, 
it is, what I like to call it. It is uh, To Save Us All From Satan's Power. That's the episode title. Uh, I call it uh, A Butta Bing Carol or A Soprano Carol. Because it, it is very much a, a Dickens sort of episode. A lot of Christmas yeah. Carol vibes in this, I thought. But instead of uh, Mr. Scrooge discovering his 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 misdeeds, we, we get none of that. We get none of I that. I know you can see uh, you're the one that informed me of uh, Jack Bender last week. But you can see his tentacles all over this episode as he was the, I guess, the director for this one. Right. Um the flashbacks and it, it it's very akin to what they're trying to do here I, I liked it i liked it a lot i liked the the semblance between what is it tale of two cities is that what we're talking here? uh christmas carol christmas carol yeah yeah i knew it was one of those you, you're familiar with the christmas carol right yeah that's uh is that scrooge it's scrooge yes ebenezer scrooge okay. and the, okay. the ghost of christmas past the ghost of christmas present the ghost of christmas future now, what ghosts are what? Ghosts are what? Yeah, if, if you had to assign the ghosts, the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of Christmas future, who would those ghosts be in this episode? The ghost of Christmas past is pussy. Yeah. No? I would say, ghost. yeah. The ghost of Christmas future is Jackie? Yeah, I was actually gonna yeah Jackie because he kind of represents a young Tony, right? Yeah, he's sort of sure. represents t- Tony, uh, Tony's misdeeds, Tony's you know ill intentions, and I think really? when Tony is mad at Jackie, mm. he's really mad. Maybe not mad at himself, but he sees himself. Yeah, and he no, I agree just, with that. Yeah, and present. I guess you know I can even say pussy again is the ghost okay, so who would be because he kind of oh he, you know he could be Jacob Marley too because you know Jacob Marley Jacob Marley yeah Jacob Marley was Scrooge's partner who died and Jacob Marley was the one that came to visit Scrooge and said you've been bad and then said that three ghosts are going to visit you so Jacob Marley was like okay. the original catalyst yeah how about um, his Jackie Senior is not really that. Big I'd say Jackie Senior was the Ghost of Christmas Past. I think because think so? I think Tony has very good memories of Jackie, and we get those flashbacks so. with Jackie and Pussy. Um, so pretty much the episode opens right with Tony looking at the waves, and those waves. Oh, we're back at the boardwalk, and it's the boardwalk that he dreamed of already. Like I thought this was a dream, mm-hmm. but it but it wasn't. Me too. I was ready for it to be a dream. Yeah. But, he, you know, we go back and it was a very cool way to show what year it was with the O.J. Simpson stuff. I had to think yeah, for no, a second. Just to put I, you right in, into, uh, just to prove that this is 1995. Here's O.J. Yes. This is what was going on. Uh, I had to kind of think for a second, like, oh, wait a minute. When did the O.J. stuff happen? Oh, wait, this is a flashback. Because <laughs> uh, we see Pussy and we see, we see Jackie. Uh, and they're having some issue with Junior. You know, uh, Taylor's oldest time, right? Uh, right, shocker. Junior's throwing a fit, making mm-hmm. making everybody mad. And sort of this episode kind of gives us sort of maybe some light or insight on 
the point in time that pussy turned on the family uh, sure. because they mentioned that he was dealing H and that he had been gone for a bit and now he's back and his back hurts. And there's this, um, I guess there's this tradition with the wise guys where they have like a, a some Santa Claus and all the kids come and get presents and it was always pussy who was Santa Claus. Pussy was always the Santa Claus and they need a new Santa Claus now. And boy got 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 the call. Yes. Uh, well, Tony, they originally thought Tony should be, and then Tony's like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking do that." And then um, our big boy, you no, know, his dad Bacala, did it for years. Yeah, I guess his dad did it for years. And well, no, they asked Tony to do it because Tony's fat and jolly, but no. But they got yeah, but they our also... boy, our sweet sweet boy Bobby Bacala, who says Dude, that he's Bobby, shy. Sh- Bobby shines. He's, y- yes, he does. Uh, he's Huge shy. Part. He can't do it. He's 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 mean timid. about it too. He's very mean to these kids, but you know they're 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 still taking lines, stealing turns. I don't think Santa would be very nice. I think he would be if Santa were real. I don't think little kids are listening to this podcast. Uh, if Santa were a real person, I think he might be a little mean. He'd be a surly Santa. Yeah, I think so. He I don't think be he'd jolly. be like mean, but he wouldn't have a whole lot. Of, I think he'd be like a celebrity, like just kind of be above talking to the children, right? Not, right. not mean, but he's like he's like Jordan when that guy asked him for an autograph, and he just kind of looks at his hand. They're like, "Hey, care of this guy? Mm. I'm not doing that. I'm doing yeah. that autograph." I think that's more how Santa would directly mean. He has like Rudolph take care of his light work for him. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, so I, I like sort of the Ghost of Christmas Past or whatever stuff in this episode. It's very, okay. you know, with the Tony sort of reliving these demons and Polly not having any of it, doesn't care. Said so he would kill that guy again, kill that sea sucker again if he had the chance. <laughs> Silvio's even kind of getting dreams about pussy and right. So that's of- the that's kind of, that's also kind of the second the insight into this whole deal is you, you know we've known throughout the season that Tony's hoping but having a hard time with the death of pussy and what they had to do it was also interesting to see uh, Polly and Silvio's uh, how they're coping with it as well obviously Silvio not doing quite as well as Polly is Silvio I don't think Polly's doing well though I think Polly's just hiding all of it in layers and layers and layers of just Repression. Or maybe I used the wrong the wrong word there. He's outwardly he's right handling it better. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. I don't know. He doesn't seem as depressed about it. Right. Um, he's clearly handling it differently than the other two. Uh, I did think it was funny. Uh, we kind of have the lamp mentioned again. Like right when the lamp goes, they have important business talking in the basement. Oh yeah, you knew that yeah. was coming. Yeah. Uh, just to really hammer that at home. Um Okay, so let's just let's just get this. Let's just talk about it. We had a little fight before before the show. Um I, I, either there's a continuity error in this episode mm. or they forgot something in this episode or Tony is completely wrong about when Pussy was flipped. Okay, yeah, so like the whole argument in this episode is that they're wondering when pussy flipped uh, because they're remembering the Christmas party they had 
They're remembering, you know, he wasn't there at the meeting that Jackie and Junior had. He was late. They were wondering. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they we have a flashback at the party and Pussy's acting weird. Now, maybe he... Hey, like, maybe he this freaked is, out about somebody touching his tummy. And he was freaking like out. That. Yeah, he was acting off. He was He was throwing things. He was just being a wreck. And he was acting very much like he was acting... Like during season, um, season two or three, season two, right? And oh, now maybe this is maybe this is just us looking into it now because we have that information. Maybe it's right. um, maybe this is a unreliable narrator or an unreliable scene, or this is maybe what they want to think happened. But mm-hmm. what's your what is your theory here? Number one, pussy says in season two. Now, not you don't can't obviously take this as gospel he says in season two that he's been working with the feds for a year and a half also played out a uh a scenario in i was it the premiere last year season or episodes one two or three where he actually gets picked up by the police and that's where we're led to believe that he he's flipped i'm not saying that that's not what happened that was just like uh, i thought that was just I thought he got picked up, but it was like because he worked for the feds. And I don't know. Like I said, uh, he said that he'd worked with him for an app for a year and a half. This was four years ago, I guess, at time of shoot. Yeah, something um, like that. Oh, there's either, like I said, there's either continuity error, Tony's wrong, or it hasn't, or Pussy was lying in season two. Or you all know, can be and, correct. And right? honestly, it could all be correct, but I don't really think any of it matters. Because I think this I really agree. goes down to the guilt they have for maybe what they did. Um, it just goes down to, you know, or, or the, the feeling of betrayal or, you know, the, the ghost of Christmas past, the hauntings, I guess, they have. Uh, we also have other uh, ghosts in this episode. Let me uh, find some notes here. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it doesn't necessarily matter because, yeah, it, it, again, it could be, I mean, it could be very much lying about the timetable. I think it doesn't matter if it was four years or if it was four months. I think once you flip, you flip. Well, I mean, it also could be that you know, he was, if he flipped a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. six months before uh, he came back, and Tony was very guarded about what he told Pussy at the time, whereas if he flipped four years ago, who knows what he's told him? He's in way right. less hot water if he flipped a year and a half ago or three years ago. There's mm-hmm. a difference. And it doesn't really matter to the episode story, I guess. It's just a, you know, point. <clears throat> we also, I guess they mention in this episode. I guess Paulie has a joke about Santa and the elves, and they kind of go, kind of goes into a whole shtick. And then they mention the Grinch who stole Christmas and Jim Carrey, and that movie doesn't come out until later in two thousand. Hey, yeah, right. Did they predict but, that, or was it no, already rumored? So I looked up, I guess that that movie was in production since like 1998. So that would have been news that that movie was in production with Jim okay. Carrey. Because I'm like, oh, okay. wow. I had to look that up. Like, I know, no, I heard that. And I was yeah. like, I'm pretty sure that came out in 2000. 
Yeah, it came out later that year, but it would have already been in production. It's been in production for a while. Which I tell you. There probably were trailers out at the time. Yeah. Uh, Very underrated movie. But I Carey love version. that movie. It's probably my that's probably my favorite Christmas movie. Honestly, it, you know, I I watched it again after a long time last year, and it just it's so cool. Like they would not make a movie like that nowadays. Like it is so uh, for kids. Weird. No, absolutely not. It is so bizarre, but it it's so well done, and Jim Carrey is so good um, at it. It's a cool era of like family movies because they were. It's like. Or a little bit more risque because think about the first Shrek. Oh yeah, it's a little Shrek bit more great. risque. Than, oh yeah, it's fantastic. It's amazing, yes. and I kind of put uh, Jim Carrey Grinch in that same category. Okay, yeah, uh, totally. Something that's really aimed at kids, but like, well, it's like where we're talking about family, family but, movies. They're like a little more risque. No, family yeah, movies. And they, like the adults. There's saying ass and uh, making you know, there's just a little bit more risque. Joke, making I, I, I really swingers jokes. The Swingers Party, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> no, I really dig that movie. Yeah. it's This is going to sound weird, but it's I think it's the movie that the Super Mario Brothers movie wanted to be. It's that very <laughs> weird take on something. That just kind of grimy uh, and bizarre. But I think a hundred million times the Grinch nails it where Super Mario Brothers movie was uh, just so horribly... Horribly done. <laughs> it's bad. It's a bad one. Anyway, Tony has a list of his own, and on that list is um, transfer cannolis. Get get a some <laughs> presents for Carmela. Uh, get a present for Carmela because he's a uh, up in a, another another girl, and also uh, I guess killing a, a, or beating up a Russian the Russian guy who hurt Janice. And he writes Janice is right. yeah, on there, yeah. Janice, Janice might need surgery. Uh, this was the best line in the entire the entire episode, though, when... Uh, what's the guy's name? Not the Christian Santa dude? Santa Claus? <laughs> that wasn't the best line? Uh, no, 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 that was the second best. Because or Great you, Mother Santa. Jumpin' Lyric is the, okay. best, uh, the best line in the entire show. That's a Great yeah. Mother Jumpin' Lyric, Jan. <laughs> And of course, she's got she's she's uh, she's got something wrong with her wrist, and uh, yeah, got, like, well, you know, I, I thought planning it was the seat for until, more money. Well, he, she did get roughed up pretty bad, you know. So you got she sprained her wrist. To her. She doesn't yeah. need surgery. I mean, she definitely seems like someone who would over, you know, in a, what do you call it when you're milking an injury? She seems like someone who would milk an injury for a while, you know. It's kind of it's it's just funny that he uh, he's so annoyed with her at this point that he just wants to just beat the shit out of somebody. <laughs> That's kind of where he's gotten That's to. That's kind of where he takes joy. And I found it interesting that the first two things he did on that list were violent things. Right, you know? right. Yeah. yeah, his list was awesome with the with the like covert wording. I must say the cannolis. Yeah, yeah, the co- cannolis, but the transfer like. Yeah, he should have said drop off cannolis. That would have made yeah. more sense. But yeah, I'm just nitpicking at this point. Sure. Uh, it was it was funny though, uh, and we got to meet. Of course, the Russians are uh, peeking back in for the next episode. But mm-hmm. we get to meet the uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, the the drunk man, Slava's dude, uh, Valerie. 
yeah, we get to meet him, who makes a cool appearance in the next episode, as we all know. But uh, I thought that was interesting. So what is he doing there? Is he laundering money? What exactly is Tony doing there? Doing at the Russian's place? Yeah. Business? <laughs> Businesses? <laughs> Credits, business, transfer. And he's giving stops. him a big hunk of money every week, it seems. I'm sure it has something to do with the hot with the the trash routes, right? Maybe I guess so. Yeah, because yeah, he I says because he says in the next episode or, or maybe this episode, you're like, why are we doing this? Because they give us money. Yeah, moneymaker. So yeah, so he 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 recruits Furio to go beat the shit out of the dude that hurt Janus. <laughs> yes, and they uh, do. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I'm do looking you... at the notes here. What? Go ahead. Uh, I guess after that, Janice is so moved by Tony's yeah. uh, Tony's act of love that she just she needs she needs to write another Christian rock song right now, <laughs> right this second. She's a bit much. She's a bit much, and as you know, I get real annoyed with her anytime she spends more than five seconds on camera. Right. Um, but we, we do fine. have the downfall of um, the the Meadow and and Jesse. Or uh, Jackie relationship here, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting. We do see Jackie as a bright-eyed young uh, high school graduate, you know, at the flashback, and his future's way ahead of him, and he's ready to, you know. But then we see him in this episode, and he would suck at words with friends like I do. I'd probably beat him. <laughs> I'd probably beat playing him. ass and poo. Yeah, uh, not really into Meadow when she's sick, you know. Not, not, not really. No. Not really. Doesn't, That's the next episode, get... though. Oh, it is. Yeah, no. This, this episode. No, okay. this episode is where he gets. Uh, he gets caught at the strip club after Charmaine disrespects Tony. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, we didn't mention Charmaine. I thought that was the next one. I'm, I'm getting these mixed up. Yeah, Charmaine is is done being nice. She's done playing yeah, she's nice. Not about it. Not she's about done. it anymore. She's she's I she doesn't like these goons in her at her restaurant, and she's gonna tell him. And she told him. Yeah, she did. And to, to, to Tony's credit, he didn't like he could have caused a much bigger scene than he did. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of shocked he didn't. Uh, but, you know, they skipped dinner and went straight to the stri- strip club. Yeah. Uh, so Jackie's weird. at another bachelor party. That's too many bachelor parties, man. Too in many a short bachelor parties. Time. Usually By the way, spread out. in New Jersey uh, and in most states, you're not allowed to grab strippers where he was grabbing that stripper. Yeah. Well, it was a little close. A little close. I, he I had did a whole find it, cheek in his hands. Yeah. I did find it very hypocritical. And I and I guess it's sort of what we talked about earlier, that he sees a younger version of himself with mm-hmm. Jackie and all the stuff he would do. And he's, you know, and he knows that he knows the, the drill and he's, he doesn't, and he's pissed. And so, you know, <laughs> also ironically, um, we got a little bit of this last season between Chris and Richie. There seems to be a higher standard for men that are dating rather than men that are married. So like when you're dating, best behavior. Once mm-hmm. you put a ring on it, you can treat her however you want to treat yeah, her. Yeah, that's interesting. That's that's an odd deal, right? That is Isn't interesting. It though? Yeah, that's very odd. I don't Doesn't know make what a ton of means. sense. Yeah. I mean, you should 
be mistreating women in general. No, but it also goes it goes with their um, just kind of the higher how the hierarchy works. The yeah. longer you're there, the more respect you gain, the less people question you. So right. if you're an older dude that's cheating on your wife and doing stuff on the side, you're not going to get nearly as much grief. And then they're pretty open about it. In fact, and very fa open here's, about it. Here's a great question: Why do they want to go to a strip club? They work in a strip club. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, Maybe you that know, was a nicer look, one, but see the same girls every night. You want a variety, right? You've seen one tit. You've seen them all. Okay, well, I don't agree with that, but tell your <laughs> wife that. Actually, I should tell my wife that. That probably would uh, score Just some right real points. Just right when you're done, right when you're done, walk out with your hands on your nuts, scratching them, and go, one scene, one tit, seen them all, honey. <laughs> it's like, what? Get it's out not... of the house. You're done. Not during Rona. Not in, she wouldn't you. kick me out during Covey. She might. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not, though. I'd like to think she'd at least let me stick around until we can gather in more than 10 people. Okay. <laughs> it's <There's>... over. <laughs> Whatever, man. Um, so then that's when he runs into Jackie. And right. Just loses his shit on him. <laughs> it, was, he does. It, was so, it was so abrupt. You know? Like, he takes uh -huh. him in the back. And you knew something was going to happen, but... Really, the knee to the crotch at the end, and yeah. bottomed out. Man, he was he was all over him. I did so okay. Maybe 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 I jumped the gun on uh, "Great Mother Jumping" or "Great Mother Jumping" lyric as the best line. Maybe I jumped the gun a little bit. Even better than "Fuck Santa" was when Jackie came to the house the next day for yeah. Christmas, dropped dropped off the gifts for Meadow. Um, he tells Tony he's flunked out of college, but you know what? He thinks he can be serious about men's fashion. <laughs> That's very, uh, I don't think you're taking, I don't think you're committed to sparkle motion. You know, I, I, I you question think, your commitment to sparkle motion. I don't know that you're going to be the best bedazzler out there, but no, I don't think so. Men's fashion. I don't know. Huh? There's nothing wrong with men's fashion, man. I knew a, a, I had a buddy who, you know, was really into men's fashion and i mean he was straight but... oh i i mean i didn't say anything wrong with being gay oh okay. i just... thought that's what you're implying <laughs> no i'm just saying jackie jr ain't doing no men's fashion. no he's kind of dumb in general he's not very artistic i don't see him going really anywhere <laughs> no he's just saying things to uh get him out of the situation right yeah there. he's a total bullshitter very interesting. Tony tells him straight out in a very candid moment. Look, I don't even know what to do with you. So yeah. just just know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do like the very end, though. This is the I think that what seals it as a Charles Dickens episode is uh, Tony opening the the bass, the the, the yep. bass oh, yeah. singing thing. The bass, yeah. yeah, that, that was is, a nice callback. That is good. And so, then he just kind of have to. He just has to have a, a grin and say thank you. And he, he can't yell like he did the first time he saw it. He can't scream, but he just has to look at it and realize, this is uh, this is my sins right here. This is <laughs> this is what I did. This is and everything. And I think this is, I think this episode is kind of highlighting Tony's descent back into depression. Yeah, I mean, even the next episode, he's a mess. He's not organized. He's making bad decisions. He's nope. not. He's got too much. 
going he's on. got a lot going on and <clears throat> you can see in his um the one therapy session that we have in this episode with Melfi, who Melfi 100% is pushing his buttons and wants him to freak out and leave. Yeah. But that's exactly what he does when she's, I think she's questioning him about Gloria. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. She brings up, is it in this uh, one where this, they talk about pussy? No, no, this is the FBI. Yeah, this is pussy one, the FBI. Yeah. She um, mentions your friend with the FBI and he leaves. Right, right. She a thousand percent wanted that session to be over, but you can just see his mental state starting to deteriorate from the beginning of the episode where he's starting to get flashbacks to having flashbacks uh, when he's at the park. Him and Polly are talking about how it's been like they're dealing with it. He's very short with everybody. Just the um, the relationship with Gloria alone shows it's a descent back into his old ways when he wasn't doing very well. Um the way he reacted to to uh jackie jr like it, it's 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 been a progression and i do i think you're right it kind of comes to a head or i don't know what happens in the next episode after that but it's starting to come to a head well we got the next episode then pine barons and this Dude. here we have a lot of notes on this episode this is uh directed by steve buscemi Yes, it is. Who Steve Buscemi and star in the next season. Next season or two seasons from now? I think it's the next one. I think it's the next one. Yeah. Uh, so him and Alan Taylor are the directors on this one. Okay. Uh, Taylor, this one did not win the Primetime Emmy Employee of the Month one, but this was nominated. Mm-hmm. And then a few years later, I, I didn't write down the, the episode that it won, but uh, Alan Taylor had won another Primetime Emmy for the show, and he thanked Buscemi during that speech like okay. four years later. <clears throat> uh, the writers won the Writers Guild episodic drama for this episode. Uh, this was a 12-day shoot longest shoot mm-hmm. on the show i'm starting with fun facts today fun facts fun facts the snow was unplanned yeah i read that and uh, basically everybody in production and the actors were like this just adds to it let's do it yeah the van scenes all were done on a sound stage okay and the breath was added in later by cgi uh the only way that this episode is possible is by a huge technological advance. Everybody has a cell phone. Yeah. Not possible the year before. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. wow. Right. Yeah. Right. With the communication. Now, I do have a couple of questions. Like, how's, uh, how's Polly got that sort of battery life in his mm-hmm. flip phone? But we'll get to that later. Um, <clears throat> Polly also... so. You'll notice halfway through the episode after he falls down, his hair gets really messed up, right? So they basically had to negotiate with the actor, Tony Serco, uh, to get him to mess up his hair. Yeah. Uh, They said it took him like 15 minutes of negotiating with him because he would only take like a couple of – he wouldn't let – nobody – he did his own hair every morning. Makeup artist didn't do it. He did. So they like – he falls down the hill and they're like, Tony, you got to mess up your hair. And he, he took like two or three strands out of place. Like, no, you just fell down a 20-foot hill. Your hair has to be messed up. And eventually he finally did it. But it took some it took some yeah. convincing to get him there. Yeah, that's, that's a great look he's got. Let's see. I think that 
I think that's my fun facts for now. I might get to some more later. Well, you got to get to some more. I think there's a really fun There's a fact. bunch more, but some of yeah. them are scattered throughout right. my, my notes, and some of them are on the side. I'm telling you, man, for this episode, this, uh, this is one of the ones that I very vividly remember on my first watch. I very much enjoyed it on my first watch and uh, was super stoked when I saw it coming up this season. Mm-hmm. So that being said... I it's one of those you remember, one of those you always hear about when you when you hear about the Sopranos. It's yeah, it's been like people's favorites. It's considered like one that people would uh, you know show their friends to get them into it. It's it's yep. uh, it's like the constant to Lost. You know, it's it's like the episode people try to get people into it by. I guess exactly. that does make sense. Yeah. Uh, also, it's it's very Tony centric, even though a lot of the fun stuff deals with Christopher and mm-hmm. Polly in the woods uh, at each other's throats. And there's a few times you realize these are kind of dangerous human beings. Like this isn't yeah. just two buddies; these are murderous individuals. You know, right? Like the the moment where. Uh... Polly asks Christopher if he really thought that he would kill him, and Christopher, yeah. with a gun at Polly's throat, says, "Yeah, I do think you would." Yeah, and they laugh about it because it's true. Yeah, <laughs> like he hundred percent would. And I, I like this episode as like kind of the the culmination of those two characters' arcs throughout this season. They've been yeah. bickering with each other, and then at the end, they kind of come together as a, a unified front. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So this, and, the whole... and and Chris kind of sticks up for him at the end, kind of right. vouches for him. Yeah, despite like even Tony kind of already having talked to Christopher about like being uh, suspicious of what's going on. And yeah, I don't know. It was. Uh, I thought that was really. really this cool. is all Polly's fault. Oh, the whole thing is. But it's also Tony's fault for putting Polly and Christopher on it. You know. Sure. Yeah. Because he could have uh, just had Sil- Sal do it, because this was Sal's thing. Sal was Sylvia. supposed to pick Sylvia. Sylvia, I'm sorry. But Sylvia. he was sick. Yeah, he had, he, he had the... I don't know. I don't know. Sylvio. Well, I think Sylvia you've been saying Sal to... for the I last have. two episodes, maybe. maybe meaning Sylvio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sylvio, this is his 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 deal. He should have gone and done it. And maybe yeah. this would have happened. He's on but the Paul sick. But Paulie had so a, you know, a sick day. Be a, be a jerk. He had to throw his uh, universal receiver down. So another uh, another episode highlighting the prejudice of our favorite characters. He really hates Russians, apparently. Yeah. Really hates them. Um, let's see here. What else do I have? Oh, speaking of of prejudice, I have another. I have a fun fact for you. So the episode was supposed to have been shot in. Let's see if I've got it here. The South Mountain Reserve in New Jersey, mm-hmm. but their uh, shooting permit was denied because the show quote uh, depicted ethnic groups in stereotypical situations. <laughs> okay. Now, well, the well, dire- well, what's stereotypical about bada bada bing and, and gumars and <laughs> gabagool? And, By uh, the a way, bunch of Italian food. Yeah. Update. Got some gabagool. Had a sandwich this morning, this afternoon. It was capicole. delicious. Some oh, yeah? Capicol, man. Got some Capicol. I, I had to get some pasta today. I wanted to get some big ziti. I didn't, but Okay. Okay. Dude, um, the show is like the show is like when a smoker watches a show where there's a bunch of smoking. It's like I watch the show and I just want to eat Italian food after. 
Yeah, I know. Me it's too. Just so hungry. Uh, finishing up that fun note, the guy that denied their permit later, uh, a couple few years later, was arrested, convicted, and sent to prison for corruption. Oh. Uh, hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. I want to make those sure. Those are I... always funny stories. Like, uh, Aren't they? Well, like, I know like uh, Animal House, they could never find a, a college and then the one college became like really popular and uh i think the most famous story is uh m&ms with et and mm -hmm. m&ms was like yeah we don't want we don't want our product in et we don't want an ugly alien eating our our product and then you know uh reese's pieces uh said yeah we'll do it and then they became like insanely popular and now m&ms yeah. is fine but and it took still. 20 years or 30 years for m&m to Come up with a competitor that blows the Reese's piece out of the water. Right. The peanut butter M&M is what I'm trying to tell you about. And it's it good? fucking delicious. I have an addiction. It's a problem. <sighs> I'm here to admit it. Oh, but no. I'm going to continue eating peanut butter M&Ms. They're so good. Uh, let's blow through some of the short stuff through this, this, this uh, episode. What do you say? Uh, sure, man. This is where Jackie's uh, Jackie slide continues. Despite being uh, really really talked to very firmly by Tony in the yeah, previous I don't, episode. I, he just doesn't, he's just dumb. He, like, he's he just doesn't stupid. get it, man. He doesn't I mean, care. He, he gets it after the fact. Yes. Like when, but then he forgets. Right. It's somehow he forgets that, oh, that's Tony Soprano's daughter. Yeah. Or he thinks, I don't know, does he think he can get away with it? Or I don't think so because like, I think that at this point, I think he thinks that Meadow is so into him that she would never turn on him. But yeah. he literally got caught doing the only thing that could possibly turn Meadow. Because she's clearly infatuated with him. And at the yes. end of the episode, she's like she's really broken of, up. She's defending him. Like defending him, yeah. Yeah, okay, like that's he's, how... he was so great. And, uh, you know, I, I don't particularly get that. But, man, I, I don't... I don't understand what he's what he's at, like what game he's playing, you know? Like I he very much is coming across as someone you know how Christopher thought that he should have been like getting made yeah. guy treatment? It feels like Jackie thinks that he's already a made guy. Yeah. And is yeah. and should be getting that type of respect and treatment and can do th what those types of guys do. And um Tony has done nothing but tell him he's absolutely not that, not only that, but he shouldn't even be in the life at all. Right. So, and I don't know. I do not know with him. Uh, the other part of the like miscellaneous stuff is uh, Tony and Melfi have their discussion about uh, Gloria about her, how she's all yeah, depressive so and unstable and impossible to please. We see kind of another side of Gloria, which I never like when episodes do this. It seems like, and I guess we've only had so many interactions. We haven't had that many interactions with her where we've seen this side, but we've had mm -hmm. hints that she might be a bit jealous over, all over the place. Yeah. And she, um, you know, she gets the phone call from the ex and Tony lies, but then he tells the truth and she's pissed about him lying mm -hmm. and she throws a gift away. Then she apologizes and they have and, afternoon you know, sex, afternoon delight. 
which of course, which poor Tony, he just gets all of his fun interrupted throughout this episode by Polly in the woods. A, yeah, Polly in the woods. Uh, Carmela's dad with glaucoma, which you know, also everything. comes. Uh, that's that's a nice. He he likes to complain about Janice and her her yeah. maladies, but Carm's parents really are very similar to Janice. Sure, but they're old, so it's a little more. But yes, I agree. Yeah. The oldness is a little bit more, you know, understandable, but yeah. Yeah. They, they do. I think that's also hammering home that I think that this season Janice is trying, they're trying to portray Janice as if she's uh, like, she's mentally aging herself, uh-huh. dating this older guy, falling into the Christian lifestyle. It's like she was dating like a, practically a teenager. Right. Last and season. now a geriatric that has narcolepsy. Yeah. Which yeah. is maybe the best bit in television. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious every time this dude goes out. It's so mm-hmm. funny. Just watched a Scrubs episode last night about narcolepsy. Oh, great. Yeah. It's a little callback. A little callback. For anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they have lunch and they plan to go to plan to have dinner at Glorious House. And he's late due to uh, due to coffee and a possible operation for Karm's parents. Uh, Chief Course is super, super mad, but they make up. Everything's good, so that's nice. But uh, he gets another call from uh, from Polly in the woods, and boy, oh boy, does she throw a steak at him or what? Yeah, she does throw a steak at him. <laughs> Which, uh, I don't know if we've mentioned this yet, but the actual thrower of that steak was Steve Buscemi. Right. He was apparently no one the could... only one that yeah. could hit him. <laughs> And then when I watched it, I was like, did they seriously throw a hunk of meat at at him? And it sure sure enough. Yep. <laughs> it was that was a really, really funny moment when he turns around like, are, are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. She threw meat at me. It's disrespectful. It is disrespectful. And he could have, you know, you thought like maybe he comes and but he just leaves. He's got right, like good patience. He does. And sometimes. They, well, also, know, they've, they, never, they've never represented him as a, a woman beater, though. No, so, and in fact, yeah. they've given him several opportunities to hit women, and yeah. he hasn't. Which right. sound, That's a weird statement to make, but you know what I mean. Well, it's like you said early on in the show. You, you can make your, your, your hero as bad and horrible as you want as long as he's the best guy in the show. Right, you smartest, know, so. uh, best, you yeah. know, as long as he's a good... That's why you're able to tolerate... Sawyer throughout Lost is because he's not the worst guy on the show. Right. Well, you and know? he also redeems himself. Right. No, he does. Character. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. He probably was the worst in like the first season, first season. or so for half a season. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Season and a half until till Ben really starts starts chugging along. Well, I would say the once the others are introduced, he doesn't become the worst. And I think also rewatching it Locke might even be in that category, mm-hmm. especially when he uh he's kind of fucking with Boone, you know. Yeah. 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 There's also so many more tentacles in that show to yeah, where, like that too. you can have three or four um like kind of top bad guys jockey. And a lot of it's yeah, and it's also man versus nature as well and man right. versus uh themselves as well. And so and there's a lot of being Yes. Yeah, so no, there's, there's a lot, lot of different things. The smoke monster actually is probably yeah, yeah, a lot. 
Let's go watch that show again. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Let's just do a whole podcast on it. We should. We're a whole new one. You're, <laughs> you're, great, you're joking. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I am joking. Give me maybe in two or three years we'll come back and we'll, okay. we'll maybe come try back again. Around. Come yeah. back around. I just can't watch two hundred and forty more episodes. Of I just want to do it. I just I just want to do it. I don't even want to talk about it. I just want to do it. We go for it, man. It. I just want to do it. Anyway, I'm obsessed, okay? That's I know, my Star I know Wars. You are. Um, <laughs> I know you are, bud. Okay, let's let's go. Let's get to uh, Paul to Paulie and Chris here. So hold on, let's talk about the scene where he does go over to Uncle Junior's house. Oh yeah, and Bobby Bacala comes in with a with a full uh, full uh, hunting camo, and Tony Soprano cracks up laughing. But that wasn't the the real take of that was something else. Right. So why was he laughing? Okay, so. Uh, I guess they were having some trouble getting a nice genuine laugh out of Tony. So what they did was, is they had. Uh, do you know what Bobby's real name is? I, oh I want to call man. by their real name sometimes. They, uh, the actor. Yeah. Well, anyway, Gandolfini was having a tough time laughing, and the actor that plays Bobby, uh, they put him in a in a getup that might might do him some some good. I believe he was wearing a big black dildo coming out of his pants and that that really hammered it home he was wearing a, some sort of outfit too but i don't have that written down um and there was it was a full real reaction shot yeah. he walks in the room and that is what uh gandolfini is laughing at yeah hilarious that's <clears throat> really funny. funny and he does have a touching moment in the car uh where he kind of tells him hey thank you for watching my my uncle you know and mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good moment, man. Like th- like I said, these two episodes that the actor that played Bobby just absolutely shot. He's just he's given a little bit more. Oh, he's definitely a fan favorite, I think. He too. is, but I just these this is not what he's been doing for the last two and a half seasons, right? It, like playing this character where he's like useful and not just kind of a bumbling idiot that's getting. Well, he's always uh, been useful though because he's been taking care <laughs> of Junior. I mean, he's been useful. I mean, he's been okay, a butt man. of everyone's <clears throat> a butt of the joke. Okay. You can admit saying. that he's doing something different in this episode than he's done. In oh, any oh other yes, episode. yes, yes. He, he's he's been. I think this season he's been more. You he's been used well. This season yes. he's been used well. I think. Yes. Okay. So we. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not yeah. disparaging your friend, dude. I'm just saying that like <laughs> he is a minor character until these yes. last two. episodes. He was the butt of the joke until yeah, like maybe this season. Until they gave him more layers than just the fat guy that helps Junior. Right. Is that fair? Well, I, I think him with his dad. I think him with his dad. I think that was hilarious. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Bo- Bobby, he just gets to he gets to be the smart guy in this episode, which was really cool. Yeah, it was a, a touching touching scene. Yes, he it was. He has some great stuff going on, like like season six, the whole death talk with Tony and stuff. He has some great stuff going like throughout the uh the series, I think. Yeah, more emotional I, stuff. Like he's like the only guy that seems like he might have a conscience in the whole series. For sure, he. I think, I think one of the main reasons that he's taking care of Junior is he doesn't necessarily have the heart to go out and do a lot of the other things that need oh, yeah. to be done. Yeah, you know, same right. thing with uh, that dude that runs the bar at the Bada Bing. Like he seems like an okay enough guy, but he's sort of an oaf. So yeah. Like, we like him. We'll let him run the bar, and we'll only break a couple of phones on him every now and then. He is the mo- probably the most abused person in the show. Yeah, he takes uh, takes a big brunt of things. Yeah, he's like he's Tony's like punching bag. Yeah, like literally. Yes, exactly. Literally is. 
Um, okay. Yeah, so, so the, yeah, go ahead. So this Russian, right? Mm-hmm. The Rasputin, they call it. The Rasputin, him. right, yeah. Do you know Rasputin? He's a Russian czar or something like that, Russian right? Russian guy that, I, I don't exactly know the full thing, but he they tried to kill him, he would never die. Yeah, that's right, that's He'd right. I die. think that's a myth, though. I yeah, I think that's myth. actually true. No. Didn't, he, didn't they, like, kill him and cut his dick off eventually? Maybe. I believe, he, like I believe his do. dick is still preserved. I believe okay. you can still see Rasputin's penis. Okay. But I Maybe think it's big, lie. so it might not be his. Because, like, hmm. if you Wait. save one... It, I, I guess if what I'm saying is, is if a famous person's penis is, like, preserved, and it's huge... I'm kind of skeptical because, like, chances are that guy didn't, A, have a huge penis. <laughs> right. And, like, B, if it w- if it wasn't, but he still wanted it preserved, he probably would also want a bigger one be put on, on display, right? right? Like, if you had, like, a normal or a small penis, but you wanted it preserved, and you're famous, so there's a market for that, um, you probably get a, a, a bigger penis to on display so are, are you looking into this Russian <laughs> mystic holy man who befriended the family of emperor nicholas ii the last monarch of russia and gained considerable influence so he was a real guy for sure um i'm trying to find penis just controversy Rasputin's penis uh what's controversy Penis. Look at Rasputin's penis. Penis. We're not at work, so we can search anything we want. Poison so, shot, beaten, Rasputin was, drown. Yeah. But did his penis survive? Hmm. Foot-long penis. Yeah. An impressive 11 inches and as thick as most men's wrists. Yeah. <laughs> No, the it's pickled, not. That's a lie. The pickled pecker certainly measures up to reports of Rasputin's raking rapier, uh, which according to his daughter, Marie, we're afraid to ask how she would know this, was a whopping 13 inches long uh, when pointed skywards. Uh, I wish I hadn't read any of that. Yeah, yeah. Rasputin gets mentioned in this episode. Let's move he on. Does. He does. <laughs> I don't know if Sorry. that guy has a what that kind of penis though. That seems too big for uh, for a white, like Russian. snow, like white, yeah, like in the snow. Okay, yeah, in the snow because it's cold. Yeah, in Russia, cold. so like shrinkage is going to take out a little bit of that. Yeah, you know, I did like um, I did like him beating up Polly and. Chris with the shovel. <laughs> and, and then it makes a lot more sense when a couple minutes later they're told that he's a Czechoslovakian interior designer. Yeah, interior designer. <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's a funny line. Uh, yeah. Also, you can tell that uh, uh, Jesus, Chris, why can't I think of his name right now? His actual name, Michael Perlioli. Yeah, he definitely worked on the script on this episode. Yeah. You can you can just feel the like those little one liners in there are yeah, his. Definitely. Uh I, I like the mystery in this episode. We're kinda of talking about that and it, it kinda of goes back to even lost as well, where certain things are not answered, and I think a lot of people wanted to know the answer to this. And I think David Chase actually 
said what it was that happened to him? Sort of. Yeah. Like he said like some He's told a couple of different versions is that he essentially passed out and was discovered by some Boy Scouts. He's, yeah, Boy Scouts is consistent. And they found an ID on him and got him back to Slava, the Russian guy that Tony talked to. And yeah. Slava sent him back to Russia. Yeah. But he's, like I said, he sort of told a couple of different versions of that. And then he's also, for a while, didn't talk about it at all and just mm-hmm. wanted it to be a mystery. Uh, I, I think it does better as a big mystery because it's it's weird because it even um like they, even at the end they kind of allude to this is gonna play a part in the season like the rest of the season with Polly mm-hmm. because he's like hey this goes on you if anything happens uh, Polly so, uh, so like I, we've talked about I've never seen the end of the, the series so I didn't know until oh, I did research that okay, he didn't okay. good, show good. back didn't up yeah no I knew I. Yeah, when I'm doing like I'm spoiling and like I don't okay. mind it being spoiled because I'm doing an entire show or we're right. doing the podcast on it, but like I didn't know he didn't show back up, so I totally was ready for this to show back up down the road. Yeah, and then when I'm reading along, I'm like, well, they, I mean, they left a ton of clues in there that it should yeah. have been like there's the the above camera shot, which can just be explained as an above camera shot. Right. The car being gone is is really really difficult to just look past, and yeah. then number three, what Tony said tells uh <clears throat> tells why am I I'm just doing terrible uh, names today. Polly tells Polly, it just makes you feel like it's coming back, but I love the realism of this Chechnyan uh, super Russian god that can do all these things, realizing that Tony Soprano and these guys are in the mob and him just disappearing also totally makes sense for that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or he died in the woods and some kids stole. That's like the least, for me, that's the least likely scenario is that some kids stole their car. Yeah. And it yeah. certainly looked like Tony and Bobby parked in the same place. So, like, everything leads you to believe that. But it doesn't bother me that it didn't come back up. It doesn't, like, we talked about it about Lost. I don't need everything answered, especially if something is. Answered. I don't need the whispers answered. Right. You know, if something is ancillary as what happened to the Russian. Yeah. Maybe the Russian's the guy that came back and killed Tony, and that's why he's so Ooh, guarded about it. That's probably a theory. I'm yeah. sure it is, you know? Yeah. Like, I. Maybe, but, like, why would he kill him and not Paul? Yeah, I know. Or Chris. You know, yeah. like, it wouldn't make a ton of sense. Right. So, I I don't need it answered. And, it's kind of cool that you, it's out there. You mentioned the ending. Like, like a lot of this show, it's starting to make sense why the ending is the way it is. Because mm-hmm. this whole show is, like, just a lot of things that are brought up that never discussed again. Or it's, uh, you know, it's like Richie getting shot by Janice. Or it's just, like, these... It's non-epic um, moments that are epic. right, right, exactly. It's like they're very well crafted, but they're they're taking mundane, they're mundane or they're taking you know a different turn. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so like that ending is very much in the spirit of The Sopranos. Agreed. Like it fits, yeah. it fits. You know, it fits with the whole series. Yep, especially like you know, hindsight twenty twenty. I'm sure at the time people were real mad. Oh when yeah, that scream went to black, but that just the show is that you know like yeah. there's a ton of stuff that just it gets left behind because that's how life is man like you don't hold on to every piece of information that ever touched your life mm-hmm. uh through your whole entire existence you just don't you know mm-hmm. 
I, I love it. I think it's cool. Would I like to know what happened to the Russian? Sure. But do, do I need to? No. I mean, we got what we needed out of that scene. We had Chris and uh, and Polly reconcile. You I get think to my see... favorite line is, I lost my shoe. <laughs> I lost my shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there, I mean, there's hilarity in the van when they're eating the ketchup packets. Yeah. That God, who knows how old. Uh, they're covered up in that carpet, that disgusting carpet. Uh, I mean, and they're they're teasing that whole time. Chris, when he's outside making a fire, you know, is hears Sharon, rustling in yeah. the leaves, and you know, and also they use this particular so. uh, piece of land because it uh, it actually is haunted or rumored to be haunted or whatever. Yeah. If if something's rumored to be haunted in my opinion, it can just be haunted because yeah, it's not sure. real anyway. Ooh. So we can okay. all just agree that we'll just all call it haunted and nobody will be upset. Um so like they're using the mystical side there. It's I just thought this was a really cool episode, man. It was different from a lot of this a lot of the the series. Um and it was kind of shot in a can, you know? It was a one a one story one-off you know doesn't have to it doesn't have to bleed into the rest of the series to be awesome mm-hmm. also at the very end we get uh, another confirmation that tony's mother is still haunting him uh choice of women you know women uh, who are, yeah yeah we get another well tony uh likes you know, he's dating people that are like his mom yeah another point on on the Russian. Sorry, I just saw yeah, a note. Good. I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave it. Um, Tony Sirico, the actor that plays Polly, did say that later in the series they did have a scene. Yeah. With with Polly and Chris, where they were supposed to like leave a bar, or they were going to talk about the, the Russian, leave a bar and see him across the street, but it was later removed. Yeah. Probably, that, yeah. probably just because David Chase wanted to stick it to all the fans that have been yeah. saying it to him over the years, right? Because I think it was in season six or seven or six. Okay. Yeah, I'm it was sure. late in the series when they were going to do that. Mm-hmm. Didn't. Okay, sorry. Back to that's back good. to wrap no, that's up. That's a good note. Uh, yeah, so we got a little ending with, um, again, you know, it's maybe off with the with the Mercedes lady, and. Tony's in therapy and he's talking about, he comes clean about the whole thing. And, Mm -hmm. and she's like, you know, what makes you think she, do you think she's happy? No, she's, she's depressed. And it's interesting. You would fall for someone like that. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe remind you so much of your mother. It is. It seems like that's a go-to, especially during that time period for uh, TV therapist. Yeah. 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 And I don't think she's saying he wants to make love to his mother. I just, I don't think so either. But it is still a go-to for therapists yeah. in that time period for TV. Or even, dude, even like uh, Dexter was horrible at it. Like Dexter did the "you're in love with your brother" thing. Yes, they and did then, the yeah, that was I hate. It. It, I stopped it, watching after that. Came full. Not, that wasn't the catalyst, but it definitely no, was it, a reason. It came to fruition. You know, like they yeah. they actually went for it. They with, went uh, that like they Sopranos like maybe touched on it a little bit. But they the went... difference with Dexter and the uh, the incest in that show is that that was a good character that like willingly was ready to participate in it. Like yes. all these other shows, I, it's it not really like a... incest because they weren't blood related. Yeah. But still, it's weird. It's like yeah. Lost. That's actually yeah, worse. It's exactly actually, that's like worse because they were. Wait a minute, were they half siblings? 
Yeah, they were half siblings. Of yeah, us. they were half. No, so, well, no, Dexter's yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. Dexter no, was no. adopted, right? Dexter was adopted. Yes. And then so okay, so they weren't so, actually related. No, they were not related. But they were like familial brother and sister. Yes. Whereas in Lost, they were stepbrother and sister. You know and they what? Were already, I don't think they were actually met. related because remember the the uh, the. Agent says no blood relation. He makes yeah, that very no, clear. In Lost, they weren't. Their parents yes. got married after. Right. Because, right, right, like, right. Shannon's mom died, and then her dad married uh, Boone's mom. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah. So, no, 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 no. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. No. Yes. 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 No. 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 It's all weird. It's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. It's all weird. Brothers and sisters making love. You know what? Game of Thrones, at least, you could say one thing about Game of Thrones. They went there. They just were like, no, fuck this half brother shit. But at least they did it to villains. Blood related. Yes. Yeah. At least they went there. Full on. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough Oedipal concept or whatever it is. I don't remember. It's been a while since I took psychology. Yeah. Oedipus. Did I say ed- 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 elliptical Adipal, or something? Elliptical complex. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, it's two thumbs up for both of these episodes. Honestly, two really, up. really enjoyed these. And I feel like we've mm-hmm. done a good job the last few episodes of grouping episodes that kind of should be viewed together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like this mm-hmm. was a two-parter. The last two part two that we did felt like a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Um we're wrapping it up though. What do we have? Four episodes left. I think we had two more, right? Or four? More. How many more? What episode is it? Oh nope, two more. We have twelve. Yeah, and two more in the season. Yep. And then uh, we start season four, which we'll get like three or four episodes in, and I think we'll be at the official halfway point. Ooh, wow! All right, dude, Yay. that's it's crazy. Flying by, and we did get bad news this week. We did get bad news. So this whole idea of doing Sopranos was to make it to September when the new movie drops. Yeah. And due to this bullshit Covey, the movie has been postponed until early 2021. Oh, no. So I guess we can do one a week for the next 70 weeks. Uh, let's not do that. <laughs> we can come back to it. We we'll come, come back. back to it. We'll revisit. I think uh, I feel like this is a really good one for people to just kind of glom onto. Yeah. Sopranos. It can't be that bad, right? right. So <laughs> um, that's that's our that's our uh, our catchphrase for the podcast. It's filling the TV show that we're watching. It can't be that bad, right? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but we'll still we'll still cover that when when it does drop. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. A little bit of a shot to the ego this week. A little bit. We were planning this out to match it, but it's all good, you know? It happens. Things happen. Kobe happens. Kobe happens. All right. Well, Travis, I will We'll see you guys next week. Uh, we'll talk about the last two episodes of season three and then get on to season four. Sweet. And, yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys next week on the Deja Vu podcast. Bye. Bye.